Hi there and welcome to The Narrative, a brand new show within the podcast realm that features black, female, trans and non-binary creatives in music, art, photography, dance and more. We're going to be keeping it loose, chatting about why we do what we do and whatever else comes to mind. Let's get into it. So on today's episode of the podcast, I'm speaking with a lady who just is one of the reasons that I smile almost too much on Instagram when I'm scrolling through and I see that she's posted something because like immediately it's either going to be incredibly informative and really great advice or it's just going to make me laugh and my stomach hurt from laughing too much. <laughs> I, I I regret nothing and I'm being factual because... That's what this podcast is. It's a factual podcast, don't you know? So, Kimei, please tell us what is your narrative. First of all, thank you. Thank you for that that wonderful introduction. If I were any other skin tone apart from black, I would be blushing. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so... Um, sorry, what was the question again? You said, what's your narrative, yeah? Yes, what is your narrative, darling? <laughs> Yeah, I'm a mess. Sorry, guys. Um, yeah, so I am a content creator and uh, an educator, um, and I'm here to help make the journey for creative artists a lot easier, mm. um, and just making things more accessible, mm. so that um, I essentially take all the L's so that no one else has to, <laughs> um, and that's what I tend to do. So I share. Um, tips and things and experiences um and tricks if you like uh to help people move forward and live their most autonomous creative lives cool so that's the podcast thank you very much for coming on uh no um (laughs) (laughs) that is just beautiful (laughs) oh was that it damn um (laughs) Well, yeah, thank you. Yeah, like like you say, you do help a lot of um, freelancing, self-employed peoples just to figure things out. And a lot of your experiences that I've told through incredible, incredible, like comedic vibrancy um, <laughs> helps really like nail, nail certain things, nail certain things down in terms of like, oh, shit, should I really be charging these rates or is mates rates mm-hmm. a thing? And all of these mm-hmm. questions that I guess a lot of people probably don't think about as seriously as mm. they should but when they see somebody else posing these questions of being like well have a think of it like this then it's like oh yeah shit actually mm. <laughs> yeah i didn't think of that you yeah. know and because that's the thing so a lot of these things happen but it's like a lot of the time we're not even aware like when i was uni for example mm. I, we were never told about these sort of things that could happen we were always only told about the things that um we were taught about art theory. Mm. We were taught about, you know, concepts and all the rest of it. But to actually apply it to a work in practice, we were never told these things. So when I started encountering, you know, mates asking for discounts and dodgy contracts, dodgy terms, um, little loopholes and things, I didn't have a, a clue. I didn't mm. have a clue about any of it because none of it was spoken about and none of it had been... Um, normalized the conversations around it hadn't been normalized there weren't many people speaking about these things so that's why i want to use my platform in that way i want to bring attention to these things and also not just 
demonstrate that they can happen, but also demonstrate how you can go about dealing with those things. Mm, yeah, you know, for sure. in, the, in, the, in the most effective uh, way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no no definitely and uh yeah a lot of i think a lot of things that um because when you're when you're in school and a, a lot of adult life is not told to you i guess mm. it's it's kind of like you know you're just coasting for what seven eight years of your life and then randomly it's like oh shit um <laughs> like i better get get on it yeah i better get on this um you know trying to find a job like whatever that is and then also let me mm. rinse the free oyster travel before um <laughs> that just disappears um and then yeah, think... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um EMA. maybe i'm showing my age here but yeah we used to get ema <laughs> no yeah honestly like i'm showing my age too like, i remember ema as well so yeah we're, we're around oh yeah age. oh wicked <laughs> so, so yeah it's, honestly it's fine man black don't crack you know that um yeah. <laughs> and um so i guess yeah there's a lot of things i mean even the possibility of being self-employed wasn't even told to us when we were in school it was just kind of like no you 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 know you 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 go to uni and then you work and then that's it yeah that's it because you know what i honestly felt like the whole of school the whole of college the whole of uni was just and still is prepping us to become a nation of um, employees and there's nothing wrong with wanting to be an employee because the world needs employees right Mm, but it's like that's the only side of the coin that they were tossing it felt like they didn't especially in the creative um, courses on the creative courses there wasn't much in terms of freelancing or going your own way or creating your own streams of income it was all about working for design studios or doing unpaid internships you know it was sort of like it was all about making your cv look better Mm. so that you look like a better prospect Mm. or um employers and it was just like well what about those of us who want to work for ourselves like or who want to because in the creative industry the majority of us are freelancers Mm. or have been freelancers at some point or another so that needs to be explored more but i just yeah i just felt like a lot of the time we were just being prepped for um employee life essentially and that's not what i wanted to do mm. you know at all. I, have to, I have to say following your uh um your exploits from like you know going from working like um so working in like schools and things and being like hello mm-hmm. i'm doing this i'm t- i'm temping and doing this and then like following your stories on that just being like right this idiot told me to do this and um <laughs> not a- and just, yeah just like you're you're actually a prick um yeah <laughs> just we're not vibing right now or like yeah mm-hmm. you're trying you're trying to tell me to do a certain thing that works for you but it doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. work for me and how i teach so mm-hmm. yeah I'll- how, how are we going to like come come to a, a common ground here when you're moving goalposts to suit you rather than listening to me um yeah. those instances yeah, are very interesting yeah it's it's frustrating and yeah like you say like u- unis and a lot of a lot of places well there are i feel like um there's a bit of like a double-edged sword because it's like we're training you to be become future employees of places and people and whatever and again yeah like you say if that's something that you're wanting to do then you know that's you You go go Mm -hmm. go forth and do that but Mm -hmm. then um it's also like um they're also expecting you to just come out and be like right i've just suddenly got a business and i've suddenly got all of these things and it's like well 
that that's a weird discrepancy that needs to that needs to piss off because not mm. everyone will walk out of and it depends on what course you do on top of that as well but not mm. everyone finishing uni is just going to come out with a fully fledged um mm. fully fledged business just there um, no exactly because there's a huge gap there's a huge yeah. gap yeah like people leave and they're like okay now what Mm. now what i'm not able to do that unpaid internship because guess what i'm not rich and my dad doesn't have a trust fund or my parents don't have 10 15 20k in savings to give me Mm -hmm. so that i can do this unpaid work for a year so what do i do now how do i get my foot in the door so then you end up going for any job Mm -hmm. any job i mean me i went straight into retail because i (laughs) Anytime I tried to apply for any of these um, design studio jobs or whatever, they would say that I needed experience. But I'm like, I've been at uni. What the Like, (laughs) you know, and I would tell them that I've been doing freelancing and things like that. But to them, it was just like, well, that's nice. But you need actual design studio experience. And, you know, it was just like, what do we do now? What do we do now? And back then I wasn't really too privy to the different ways that you can actually like generate an income for yourself through the creative arts. I didn't know because we weren't, you know, we had to discover things for ourselves, like as if we, we were fresh out the womb when we left uni. It was just like, you know, mm. what do we do now? I don't know. I'm lost. <laughs> the, amount of, the amount of people that like signed on after graduating um is i mean i i i don't know what the statistics are i'm definitely in that bracket but it's just like cool i have a degree in music um come through with the jobs then uh <laughs> and then just having to sign on because everybody's like oh you have a degree in music that's nice anyway come and work mm. in this office and it's like well i've just spent three years of my life and i'm now in debt because of it um oh. doing doing what i love but yet you're wanting me to just drop all of that and just start working in, in a factory or something. And it's like, that's, I don't know, like if you're built mm-hmm. like that, then by all means, you you, you do you. But me personally, mm-hmm. I, I really battled with that. And even when I started to do my MA, there was a point where I was working in, in retail, just silently, like just figuring out, okay, so if somebody comes and asks me one more question and they can't... I know put, that it's like they can't put two and two together through just looking around the shop then boy i can't help you man um it's not yeah just it's not my fault if my fist hits your face (laughs) like it's not like come on what time do you close do you see anyone else in here no oh my gosh used to get them all the time all the time because after like after uni i worked in the bookies and if you've worked in the, if you're listening to this and you've worked in the bookies, you know that play <laughs> is the gulag. And that play is hell on earth because you get oh, the threats every day, the threats on your life because people are going in there and it's a horrible environment. It's horrible because, you know, people are losing money and whatever. Their wives are coming in and slapping them. And, and you're just sitting there wondering, is this my life? Is this what I went to uni for? I went to uni to sit here and watch my guy lose his house in a slot machine. Like, you know, and I used to sit there and write lists. I was planning my escape the whole time. The three, four years, in fact, that I was in that industry, I was planning my escape. 
but I, I, I just didn't know how to do it. I didn't know how to do it. It was so difficult, you know, because mm. I just, it was figuring out everything as I went along, but suffering in the process mm. because I'm doing these long hour shifts. So 8.15 in the morning to 11 p.m. at night sometimes. Rotted. Mm-mm. Yeah, it was mad. And, you know, it, it left me with no energy, little to no energy. So on my days off, I'm recovering, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm recovering. Yeah. So it's like trying to do that while also um maintaining my creative income or side income or whatever you want to call it hustle um was very difficult was very difficult and that's why i do what i do now because i want to make that transition so much easier for people um because it was only once i started to realize the different opportunities that were out there that things became not i won't say easier but they became a lot less hard (laughs) i put it like that so yeah you know, so that's, that's why I'm on this journey to help others on their journey. Cause yeah. it's a lot. It's yeah. Yeah. You know? Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, man. Like I, oh man, you're saying about them long shifts. I remember um, I used to work in a few like bars and things. And there was a point where I was having, I was working like maybe four or five jobs at the same time. Oh, gosh. And it, <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> a machine. I'd, um, thank you thank you um just as, as i flex even though i can't see you i don't whatever but like as i flex my muscles um, that, which are not there um <laughs> look i've not been gym since friggin the start of all of this madness so they're, they're, oh is it yeah i've not been like it's, it's they're, they're a little bit yeah like, man yeah it's, it's... <laughs> yeah you got something there man yes man <laughs> thank you sis um <laughs> but like working in so I, I was working in like a bar a pub um a call two different call centers and i was djing oh my gosh and um this was after uni by the way like there was no way in hell i would i would have been able to do all of that while being in uni because that's just bloody yeah, up. yeah like yeah, no no, no but um yeah and then um having people I think there's a point, I guess the older that you get, the less of a fuck you give. So there's a point where it's just like, wow, I can't, I can't relate to you right now. Like whatever you're saying to me, customer at the other end of the bar who doesn't know what a fucking margarita is. I can't, <laughs> I just, your level of, I don't know if there is levels to your being, but whatever level you're on right now, <laughs> I can't, I can't meet you there because I'm so done with this conversation. It. Yeah. I. Yeah. I know that feeling. Mm. You just zone out. Mm. You zone out. You're like, I'm here, but my mind ain't here, you know. Yeah. My mind, my mind is in the vinyl shop, like down the road, thinking about what I'm gonna get (laughs) when I get when I next get paid. That's what I'm thinking about right now. You talking about cows and going out and having margaritas and that? I don't care. (laughs) I know, man. It's just like you know what? I'm I'm spiritually, I am in a hammock on a beach. Yes. Or I'm actually doing something that I really want to be doing right now. Or I'm planning my escape route. One of those three. Or all three at the same time. Yeah, yeah, even. (laughs) (laughs) Everything besides listening to what on earth is going on because it's like, you've just got these people screaming at you and Mm. talking about, oh, it's because of you I'm losing money. You're pushing buttons back there. Every day. Every day. Yeah, it was just something else, man. I was like, you know what? I just want to be creating things right now. Mm. I want to draw. 
That's what I want to do. I want to make patterns out of flowers. I don't want to sit here and listen to your sheets. <laughs> I don't want to sit and listen to this, you know? Mm. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. There was a point as well, um, I think earlier on in, in my career, where th- those two, I don't know, I don't know what you call it, maybe s- just stages, I guess, of, of interacting with people while like you're, you're working a day job, but then you're also being creative. And there was a point where the two were doing the same thing. So I was DJing in a bar and it was a bar I used to work at. So like all the staff there were cool and like they, they, they liked the music I play. So it wasn't even an issue, but there was a point where um, s- some of the people coming in would try and take the piss out of my life. And it's like, mm. okay, I'm actually doing what I love and I'm actually getting paid for what I want to be doing. But mm. yeah, you're coming in here making me want to slap the shit out of you. And <laughs> like there's a like i'm in a booth but trust if you like if you cross that line i will deck you but like there were definitely moments where it was very very close and i was very close to just giving Mm. up entirely and just being like you know what dead this i might as well just go and get a job and even in fairly recent years when i'm starting the process of getting or going to uni but doing an ma this time and then saying to somebody well look i've just moved to a new part of the country i don't have any family here so i can't exactly live rent free so help us out while I find a job. And people are like, yeah, so you should just drop your MA and go work full-time in an office. And it's like, um, um, hey, like what, what is that? The devil is at work. <laughs> Thank you. It was, it was, that, work? that was such a strange moment to go through. Cause I'm just there. Like, did you not read anything I'd written slash hear what the fuck I said? Like I've moved here. I don't, you i'm moving here to 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 better myself and you know not only Mm -hmm. end up in more debt because hey i I seem to be addicted to that shit but also actually have more letters behind my name and better my job prospects as i as i get older and all of these things so you're then telling me to quit all of that and go work in mcdonald's um make any sense but you know what? Sometimes that speaks to the character of the person who's saying it because a lot of the True. time, the people saying these kind of things, they haven't been able to achieve the things that they want to achieve. And so misery loves company, right? So mm. they want to then spread this narrative onto others and make others feel like, you know what? You're wasting your time too. Mm. I didn't make the best use of my time or I, things didn't work out the way I wanted to. So now I want you to feel the same. You know, I'm not going to help you on your journey. Hmm. you know uh, there, there's so many people out there like that sometimes and people they could be they could even be your friends <laughs> they could be if you want to be really real you know and it's just about like continuing in spite of that you know and understanding hmm. that you're on your own journey and other people's um journeys can't dictate how yours is gonna go no matter how much they might try to do that you know How I initially found you was through your art. Oh, that sounds kind of creepy, actually. I found you through your art. But like on on the realm of Instagram, let me let me let me say that first and foremost because yeah, initially that started off really creepy. I feel like there's a lot, there's a really big need for, um, especially now and how this year has just become all kinds of weird and stupid. There's a real need for more black centric art and 
particularly visual art and there's there's loads of pages on instagram and facebook and all the rest of it of people sharing each other's art and being like yo check out this dope black art and stuff and mm-hmm. i found i found your work through one of those many um accounts that mm-hmm. you know repost repost people's things so um i found found your stuff and was like oh yo she's sick and then found Thanks. some of the videos that you do was like yo she's oh man <laughs> like her energy is like very similar to mine this is sick and then and then to see you kind of um evolve um in I, I don't know how long i've been following you on instagram but see you evolve um into somebody who's like okay cool i'm making these packs for you to purchase to help you get started with sorting out your stuff as a freelancer and you know doing panels and things like that it's just like yes go on that's dope <laughs> Yes. A lot of pivoting, mm. a lot of pivoting, because um, the thing is, I think initially um, a lot of people might not know this, but when I started out as a freelancer, I actually, I mean, I've been freelancing for years at that point, but I didn't enjoy it. Mm. I actually did not enjoy freelancing because I'm quite introverted, whether people realize that or not. Um, I'm talkative, but I am very, um, I love my own company and it drains my energy if I'm around other people too much. And the problem is, as a freelancer, you have to be in constant contact with people. You have to be, you know what I mean? And it was just, after a while, I was like, I don't really feel like interacting with people today. I don't want to do this. And I also felt like, creatively, I was stifled because I had to follow briefs, you know, or I had to help clients solve their issues and things like that. When I just wanted to make art for art's sake Mm. i just wanted to create my own things my own personal projects and stuff like that so doing battle with that is what led me into pivoting into the different disciplines that i did Mm. because it was just like there must be another way for me to create things and not have to live like this you know i just want to come home dim the lights and draw or make stuff for myself i don't want to have to follow briefs because I was getting a lot of creative blocks as a result of that. Cause it was just like, I didn't feel like I had the freedom that I wanted. And there are many designers and everything who enjoy working freelance, who enjoy client projects and everything. And, and that's great. But for me personally, after doing it for so long, I completely just fell out of love with it. Um, and so then I started to make the decision to pivot into a career where I can help others on that journey or help other freelancers um, navigate feelings uh, navigate contracts navigate all the paperwork and logistics and everything that comes along with it because I'd had so much experience with it and then so that's when I started teaching myself how to draw Um, so I started doing that there was a stint where I did um, surface design as well Hmm. and during that period I used to just put together bare plants and shit like because I was obsessed with nature at that time and it was indicative of where my mind was because I was just lost I just wanted peace I couldn't Mm. get peace anywhere Mm. and I found that I was at my most peaceful or in my most peaceful state when I was surrounded by nature Mm. so I used to go Holland Park and just sit there sometimes and you know and I was just at peace so I found a lot of my work that I was creating at that time consisted of that and then after that I was like, I'm bored of this shit <laughs> I'm bored like how many flowers can I put together like 
So, <laughs> and then that's when I started pivoting into um, illustration. Mm. And then from there, it just, I think my creative journey completely transformed from that point onward, completely. I think there's always a, a point in anyone's career where things like you're, you're trying things out and then at some point something or a few things stick and then it's like okay yeah. this is my rhythm now like this is like not only is this just um beneficial for me in terms of like the you know the money side of things and everything but not only that it's not frustrating me it's not tiring me i feel um uh i feel jazzed when i do it it's just kind of like yeah cool i'm gonna it, it doesn't even feel like work it's just no i'm doing this yeah. and it just so happens that it's gonna go to a client sick um <laughs> so i feel like um there's varying degrees of when that will happen in in somebody's career because mm -hmm. it just it just depends on the person and and even mm -hmm. what type of career you've got and stuff but it's important to also you know take time out to look after yourself as well like you oh, can't absolutely. just be you can't just be what's it burning the candle at both ends and stuff like that like mm -hmm. it's gonna really detrimentally affect you like yeah yes there was a point for example i was working four or five jobs at one point but one of those jobs was djing everything else was nothing to do with it so it was very like uh out of one out of five four or five jobs one of these is the shit that i'm qualified to do this is mm. dumb <laughs> let me just drop everything else man yeah exactly just let's just not <laughs> let's just not do that <laughs> let's not and now i'm in a position where i have like multiple roles which are all linked in with music and it's like okay cool i can choose to put on a workshop i can choose to do a gig i can choose to um do some uh, other kind of teaching or other kind of sound work i can choose to make a podcast like I'm I'm more in control now of not only my energy and my time, but also what I want to be committing my energy and time to. That's more important to me at this point. really big culture around like um you gotta hustle and you gotta do this that and the other and like oh lose the sleep and whatever and it's like oh i hate that i mean thank I you that. yes that you. shit can just shut up really yeah because if i if i don't get sleep i will literally be a husk of a human being i will not be able to think or concentrate or focus on anything what on earth am I going to be able to give to anything if I am a zombie? I can't, do you know what I mean? It's like, well, blowing out of an empty straw, like, <laughs> just stupid. And whenever I see that, it's just, oh, oh. You get a lot of these tweets, right, from mm. Forbes Twitter, right? Mm. Talking about, um, oh, well, <laughs> you know, you should spend it. You should have spent lockdown um, starting up an LLC or an LTD. Or, you know, if you're not starting a business, what are you doing with your life? And then I saw a tweet yesterday from someone saying, well, a PS5 costs 449.99. Did you know you can start a business with that? It's just like, oh, just shut up. I saw Let that same be. tweet. Let yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, Come on. I saw, that, kind of, that kind of shit is toxic, man. Like, like you say, 
you know, we we're not machines. As as much as like there's Terminator and all kinds of cyborgy type of films and shit, we're actually not machines. So for people to be like, I get up at five a.m. and I don't go to sleep until uh, one a.m. because I'm working all of my things and blah. Like, hey, that's you, yeah. Okay, cool. You're telling us about your day. That doesn't mean it's gonna work for every single person out here. So shut up. Like, it's just. Exactly. And may I just say, you're spot on with the Forbes voice as well. That was brilliant. Um, <laughs> just like so... LTD and Emma's. Yeah, shut up. Like, <laughs> it's, it's draining. And also this, this um, implying that everybody wants to start up a business. Not everybody does, you know. And and it's it's, it's all to do with how we view success as well, because success mm. is subjective. And a lot of the time people shove their idea of success into other people's faces and expect them to conform to that. And it's like, well, no, my idea of success is being able to wake up and do what I love for a living and go to sleep, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> some to someone else that could be starting a family that could be having a house. It, there's different things that constitutes to what success is or what success looks like for different people. So when you see people saying stuff like that, it's just like, you know what, that's that's your dream. That's what you want to do. Stop forcing it onto other people. On top of that, there's another kind of weird pressure now where people are like, oh, um, you have a hobby. You're good at it. You should make money from it. And wh- whatever happened to having a hobby for the sake of having a hobby? Like um you could you you could be so you might you might be like a freelancer in i don't know um in whatever uh fuck i can't even think of a fucking industry (laughs) um you yeah okay art or illustration so you're you're out here you're you're you're, you have clients and briefs and things and you're, you're 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 doing your thing and you're smashing it okay cool but then your hobby might be um making homemade uh skincare or something and mm-hmm. you might um i say you as in i've 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 done this but like i've like you make you make something for a family friend or something like oh happy birthday here's the thing i made you oh man you know what? that was so good man you should just make a shop and then just start selling that shit like bruv i just literally i did a thing because i wanted to do it and i wanted to give it to you as a gift that does not mean that i have the time mm-hmm. the energy the patience all of that shit to then fucking start up an Etsy shop and just start and start like churning out these things for other people. Like it's, I don't have to do that. And granted, there are, there are people out there who during lockdown in particular, who have started such things and are now are just, you know, cracking on with that side of stuff and fair. That's you. Yeah, that's good. Cool. But again, people need to learn not to push you know making money in any way shape or form onto other people there are options out there for people if they want to start and that's Mm -hmm. their decision if they want to start and that's the thing like it's okay to have a hobby and do things that you enjoy just to just to enjoy it you know Mm. um because i was watching a live from africa brooke Mm. uh absolutely love africa and um she was speaking about the fact that you know have we forgot how to have fun like Mm. what do we do for fun it's frustrating when you do the, those things that you find fun only to have someone say, you should turn this into a business. <laughs> and it's like, no, I just want to do this as a one-off today because I feel like doing it. And that's all it is. That's mm. all it is. Mm. I don't need to turn everything I do into a business. It's exhausting. And then you'll get people to say, oh, you should make that into t-shirts. And then one time I actually did that. I took the bait in it. Mm. I took the bait. 
said, you should make it into t-shirts. Did I sell any? <laughs> everyone was like, you should make them in everyone, everyone. And then when I said, oh, they're available, crickets. I think I sold about three. Mm-mm. And I was like, you see you lot? Yeah. I ended up giving all of my stock away to the local charity shop. I was just like, you know what? I just wasted money. Like that's the last time I listened to other people instead of following my gut. <laughs> yeah. Because my gut was telling me, don't waste your time. <laughs> mm. Don't waste your time with this. It's not what you want to do. I'm not really into fashion like that anyway. So, you know. Mm. The way that society is very much uh, hustle and bustle. And even in just like, e- even to a point in, in, in black culture as well, where it is just like, you got to hustle, you got to work this this many times harder than this person. And it's all competitiveness and all of this stuff. I feel like there is starting to be a kind of a leveling out now to a bit um with all of that and just being able to say hi yeah mental health is a thing um can i just Mm. focus on that or you know hey i've been working solidly for quite literally seven months how about i go on holiday for two weeks and not talk to anyone could i do yeah let me do that because i need to do that for me um you know holidays (laughs) Uh, i remember those yeah what what mystical creatures they are um i know oh once upon a time in it it's like the ability to because i find and even today i was saying this to a friend um i was having a conversation with a friend today and speaking about the fact that on social media we're all so accessible and with that you get a lot of i mean i have a lot of amazing conversations and things on my dms but then there are the few that slip through the net you know you get a lot who overstep boundaries you get really comfortable, you get condescending people, you get rude people, you get people speaking to you as though you and them are, are, are best buddies and they can just speak to you any and anyhow. And then you reach a point where you're just like, Do you know what, I don't really, I need a break from interacting with everybody. And especially as an introvert, I find I need that a lot. Um, but because my business is online, it's difficult to do that i find that really difficult do you know what i mean to find that um opportunity or that window to split and i think in order for me to do that i would have to like pre-schedule content but i find it difficult to do that because a lot of my content is based on the needs or the current needs of my community uh or my network so i listen to what their problems are and i'm i create content around that you see so it's like a it's always uh, a work in progress it's never like uh, um because uh, you know some people they'll say oh plan 30 days of content in advance i can't do that i can't do that because i don't know what's going to be relevant to, to people in uh, 30 days time i don't know what pain points people might be going through then and all those sorts of things but it's just like finding that balance and finding that gap to have complete space away from humans is is challenging Mm. it's challenging um you know so trying to find that equilibrium is is quite difficult and something that we're trying to navigate it's a tricky one for sure and yeah you're right about the kind of constant accessibility of of social media and followers and shit like that it's quite it's a lot yeah there's a lot of that a lot of overstepping of boundaries and things like that and it's sort of sort of like because like with me because i i i do provide a lot of content but sometimes it feels like (laughs) there are some people out there the more you give the more they want 
mm-hmm. and you'll get DMs from people asking for free consultations or asking you to give them advice and they'll they'll frame it in a way where it's oh just a quick question and it's not a quick question at all. It's an they, essay. What, <laughs> yeah, that their answer will require me to sit there and dissect their situation and give them a bunch of I'm like yo I charge for this I have Mm. private coaching consultation sessions available you know and they always go ghost they (laughs) they never ever yeah they're never they won't they don't pay they don't they're not not willing to pay Mm. um but it's just frustrating you know because then you feel like well um I've been called a bitch, I've been called mean, I've been called all sorts for establishing my boundaries. Because I've said to people like, look, I don't do free consultations in the DMs. It's very laborious for me. And I'm already out here working myself to the ground. And as much as I love what I do, I love producing content, I need a break sometimes, you know? And when people start expecting, that's Mm. when I have a problem with it. You know, I've, I've got resources for days. I've got free downloads for people. And when I get messages from people asking for more, expecting more, it's just like, what part of the game is this? Are you going to pay me for this? Mm. Oh, is it just about the money? Well, you know what? If you want me to provide a service tailored to you, yes. Guess what? Yes. And I will never, I will never um, back down from that because people, you know, People will, will t- you give them an inch and <laughs> they take a mile and run with it. Yeah, the audacity of some people to just assume that oh yeah, you did that one Never thing see. for free, so that means you're gonna do everything for free. Like no, you do realize that you know there's a thing called rent um, and you know food, um, <laughs> you know these really rare objects Ooh. that only a few people. Have yeah, you know, overdrafts, um, you know, con- contract contract phone things and um, Netflix. Like yeah, <laughs> I'm just I'm just not gonna take any of that into advisement. But still, do the thing for free. It's like when um when people put on gigs and are like, yo yeah, so we haven't got a budget, but would you be up for doing? Sorry, why are you talking to me if you don't have a budget? Exactly, uh, that just... conversation is dead. <laughs> like. <laughs> What, 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 do you, what are you expecting me to do with the fact that you have no budget? I'm, 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 so it's that that shit just <laughs> it's frustrating. It's frustrating. Like, don't get me wrong. There are sometimes like where um like for example, I was asked about giving a talk to um key stage four students, right? Um, in terms of uh like helping them explore different creative opportunities and stuff, I'll do that shit for free. I would ne- I wouldn't charge for that. I won't charge for that because I, you know, that's something that is close to my heart. Having worked in schools for so many years and things, I, I feel like I have a, um, a connection with, with pupils and, and their development, you know? Um, so I wouldn't charge for something like that. But when it, when it involves other adults and, uh, oh, the worst is when they're putting on events, right? They're ticketed events. Mm. So they're charging people for these oh, things. Oh, yeah. Or they ask you to, uh, I don't know, in your case, maybe, I don't know, do a gig or perf- do a set or whatever. Yeah. And they don't want to pay you nothing. They say, oh, we don't have a budget. But then you're, you're charging guests entry. You, what, excuse me? No, I'm sorry. No. In, in, so, no. like, um, yes, I'm dyslexic, but 
I'm not an idiot. Like you're charging people to come to come through and to come to your event. There is money being exchanged from the general public into your hand for them to come through and check out your shit. But yet you can't for some reason you don't have the means to pay the person who is also working at your show. That's some fuckery. I'm sorry. That's just some <laughs> dumb shit. And it's and in 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 the same vein with the with with you and, and kind of key, key stage four, like sp- speaking to young students and stuff. Um, like same thing for me when it's like some charity events. So I've done DJ sets at at charity events where people are raising money for um, a particular charity, whether it's um, like uh, like stuff to do with like Palestine or Yemen or other such charities, like or like you know trying to raise awareness for women in music and the need for representation and things like that and raising money for certain charities like linked in with that and it's like okay cool i can either waiver my fee to go towards the charity or i can choose to come away with some money or something but at least they've told me from (laughs) what kind of event it is as opposed to yeah it's a club night but we don't have a budget for you um Mm. what Mm. (laughs) What i'm I'm sorry that's that's you you, you're taking the piss out of my craft how about no no, exactly. And then sometimes you even find out that, and this has happened to me before, where other people have been taking part, like other um, contributors have been there, mm. um, non-black, mm-hmm. they're getting paid. Mm-hmm. That, that has happened where I wasn't getting paid, but my uh, white counterpart was. I had to pull the plug, like, are you serious right now? Are you are you serious? And you hear about it so often happening where um uh, what was there was a show, I can't remember what it was. Last year it was a big show, a big event, and they were charging entry fees of like hundreds, it was like £125 for a ticket or £750 for an all like four day pass or something like that. Like really three three grand, in fact. One what? of the tickets was three grand. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, oh, it was a big design show, and I remember a bunch of panelists pulled out because they were all getting paid different amounts. All of them. Different, 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 different. And they were all on the same stage and the same panels. Yeah. Things like that are just so messy. But again, these are things that aren't often spoken about on a public forum. So, you know, these are the kind of things that I like to explore and speak about on my Mm. platforms because Mm. it just gets swept under the rug. And then when it happens, people, they just feel, you know, like, who do I even speak to about this? Mm. Like, what do I do with this information? Like, how do I handle this? You know, mm. some shysty people out there. Yeah. <laughs> people. Yes, there are some hella dope people and some people that are just like, wow, is that you? Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. Um, mm. But yeah, this is why like pe- people who, um, people like yourself who are using their platforms to help educate fellow self-employed freelancers to just like navigate the world better um in terms of dealing with potential fuckery and just being really clear with that from the get-go that um yeah that you know this i can't blood clot um yeah being able to just like you know discuss and set your rates and just be like look this is what's going in what are you able to provide and how can I help you with that? Let's meet in the middle and, and sort out a fee that we're both happy with and then come through with the work. That That is important. And I feel like 
it goes to show like the amount of people who like we were saying before like you, you're not told this at school um and it's only through just making that like leap into being a freelancer or being self-employed that all of these problems suddenly arise and you're like oh shit what but mm -hmm. the more conversations and content and everything else that that is out there for people to to look at and learn from the better because it will help inform their decisions moving forward like it's one thing when you experience it and learn from it but then if you're able to go so i experienced this bullshit you may come across it too here are some tips then you know everybody's being able to go oh shit yeah okay cool noted um yeah. that's definitely important we've spent some time discussing the deeper shit the more serious like we're not standing for no fuckery type of stuff and hell yeah but also sims yeah. do you know what that was just a lockdown thing that was a lockdown thing and i made a youtube channel and everything i was like yeah i'm gonna do this and then after about a week i was like keisha what are you doing what are you doing like and i still get updates about that channel oh such and such subscribe to you I'm like that's great but i don't even log in I, I just i completely left that's gone to hell that's people are enough. leaving comments on there i'm like that's great i'm, I'm like it's, it was just it was enjoyable and i still you know from time to time i do still check on the dog and check on the the girl who got kidnapped but <laughs> i just find that these days i am <laughs> i'm starved of time Mm. I'm starved of time and um, I just don't have even waiting for a load is just I don't have the time for it. That's fair. You know? So yeah. That's yeah. Fair. I did that's, enjoy that's it though. Fair. Yeah, honestly, like it <laughs> that just that I feel like there's there's been a sudden resurgence of like of of Sims and other such games. Like yes, obviously it, sims has been rolling for, for time now but like i feel like particularly in lockdown there's been a resurgence of people playing sims people doing like commentary videos and just being like the fuck why is this there's a fire or like why is everybody yeah. just like dancing like stoop like f fucking bent scarecrows yeah twerking killing <laughs> yeah like just what is going on and i have to say like i think i'm i think i posted on one of your videos but like i know i remember at one point just watching being like i needed this today <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, they were not. it was fun it was fun it was like you know and i took them to the um took two of the sisters to the jungle and they were out there having a party and all this nonsense and then uh, two people were randomly like having sex in the toilets in the jungle it was just mad it was mad i was like this ain't the sims i remember but yeah sometimes it's nice to just let your hair down do you know what i mean i only played with the cheats and the mods I don't of course the base game. Base of game's course. dry. No, of course. <laughs> like even um like I, I used to have Sims, I think it was just the no, yeah, Sims Deluxe Edition. And I just put the cheat in, was it Rosebud? And then, you know, and all yeah. yeah. If, if that if that's still the cheat, then, then you're then you're welcome. Put that cheat in, just make my Sims insanely rich and just deck out everything and just just see what shenanigans <laughs> happen and just yeah expansion packs and all the rest of it and just 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 go on with that um yeah. that's the that's the best way to play i couldn't i've never been interested in playing sims the the standard way 
because I think that's just the vanilla way. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the vanilla way. That's just long. Why would you do that? Like, no. Then I feel like I'm wasting my time. No, <laughs> then I'm like, yeah, I don't have time for this. Yeah, it's like, oh, you really don't have time to like just go on the internet and find find a couple of cheats and then you, you, you're savvy. You really don't have the time, but you're really going to sit there and go, right, so today, day 137 in The Sims house, we have the... F- really? You can't... Mm. I, I don't want to know you if you're not willing to put in the cheat into Sims. Like, I don't I don't want to know you. No. Nah. <laughs> I can't I can't jam with you like that, bro. You can't, I can't, you can't jam. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but yeah, that honestly, that 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 little kind of moment in time during lockdown when you were just posting Sims and 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 doing your commentary, that was just that was just that was giving me jokes, man. I have to say. <laughs> no, well, I'm glad I'm glad it provided entertainment at least. It was jokes, um, man. It was, yeah. I was thinking, shit, maybe I should just buy some Sims. <laughs> I bought all the expansion packs, you know. I ain't played none of them. <laughs> but do you know what? It, no, it wasn't a waste of money because it provided me with joy for that point of time. Mm. I look at it like that. <laughs> yeah. Pass it on. Pass on the joy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was just cool. It was really cool just seeing, like, an um another another like sort of black gamer just being like yeah man the sims like this girl don't know what she's got what's going on here like you two and just just your commentary it was just like oh man yeah this is exactly how i would talk if i was playing sims and and recording myself playing sims like to put online like this is exactly what i would do even when like just i don't know i don't know like even when you're playing sim city or something like some kind of a game like that where you're, you're building stuff and just be like, no, nah, I'm gonna put that shit there, and then mm. fucking like, and then I don't know, like you're interacting with digital people, and just like, no, nah, what the fuck, now nah, what are you doing? No, and whatever, it's you're putting yourself into that game, so it's it, and it comes across, yeah. and it's just yeah, it was just really cool to see like an, an, another another black woman just being like, no, nah, this is bullshit. Who the fuck? What? What? Why are you coming in with this energy, dickhead? And it just, there's but just... you know what? Yeah, if anyone's <laughs> listening and they're interested in seeing these videos, I still have them up on my YouTube. Yeah, lot twenty two Sims. Yeah, L O T twenty two Sims. Um, there won't be any new content for the festival. <laughs> but there's a lot of content on there already, so you could just stick it to that. another thing i wanted to talk to you about just again like just gym i guess which is yeah it's kind of interesting to talk to somebody about the gym even though we're at two different points in (laughs) we're in two different points of actually going to the gym so like i don't know i feel like just in general like when you when you post stuff and particularly in your stories and you're just like bruv i did this thing like who what the fuck (laughs) just it just it just reminds it just reminds me of um and I'm, I'm i guess i'm gassing you up a bit as well to be fair but it just reminds oh. me of like a younger version of me chatting to a friend and just being like bruv the fuck is going on like i went to the gym yeah and then nobody's like queuing up what kind of foolishness i know right no nah, what kind of bullshit no nah, this is dumb like it's just <laughs> it's just random it's just random outtakes yeah 
it's just it's it's just reminiscent of so much of my younger oh my god my younger years um and just hearing that come from an external source who's also just like yeah man that's some dumb shit or like these lot were just queuing up like it's nothing what the fuck and just it's just yeah it's just um i'm just gassing you up now like i don't i don't i don't i don't particularly give a shit because it's all facts um but like (laughs) i'm not mad at that (laughs) i just think um go ahead Go on, girl. You carry on, girl. You carry on. Um, <laughs> just seeing like loads of different examples of black joy, particularly like mm-hmm. black British joy, um, is so important, especially during this weird and wonderful time. Um, and yeah, you're you are definitely one of the people out there that's just coming through and just like exuding that, as well as like very educational and important you know tidbits of information as well but like just yeah the outtakes and just the the gifts and the little videos like who is this guy and just oh yeah <laughs> just it's just it, i look forward oh, to seeing thank you because there was updated. a time when I, no thank you no because you know like there was a time where i was like i don't know what, what the hell i'm doing here and then um you know it was all about oh you know i need to curate my feed and make it look a certain way and blah 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 and then one day i said you know what i'm just gonna talk the things I want to talk mm-hmm. and that's it mm-hmm. and that's what it will be forevermore uh, since I chose myself essentially um, and just did what I wanted to do I think things have been um, a lot uh, it, it's just been a lot more fruitful on there it's been a lot more productive I've had I mean, I've met amazing people on there such as yourself um, you know I've connected with so many people um, just from being being myself you know and that's what i always encourage everyone to do just be themselves and not worry about statistics or worry about curated feeds and all that sort of stuff it's like you know just be you and that's it facts and on that note we shall bring the podcast to an end and i will also mention the fact that somebody needs to hire you to do some voice acting because you're too good at that shit like straight up yeah <laughs> thank you <laughs> you are very welcome there's facts facts so key where can people find you to support you to check out your stuff to come through with the collaborations and to also you know belly laugh at your content yeah. well i'm on instagram mostly at k-e-i underscore m for mother a-y-e so that's at key underscore may um and also from there you will find my creative champs page for anyone who is involved in the creative arts which is creative.champs um and also yeah creativechamps.com you'll find me in those three places mostly but on the weekends you'll find me playing with my cat <laughs> again facts i love my cat She's, oh, I really do. what's your cat's name oh she's got a very typical name tiger but you know i didn't name her by the way very typical. I would probably name this something else. Yeah. I don't know what though. Yeah. Oh, okay, that was gonna be my next question. Oh, okay, fair. <laughs> um, no, all good, all good. Well, thank you so much, and you know what? Let's just let's let's keep having these conversations because you are you are such a gem, honestly. I really appreciate you jumping on here. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me on the podcast today as well. I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed our chat. Yay!